Listen, the Tiny Leaps book is now officially available. It's available as an ebook, an audiobook, or a paperback copy. And I have a request to make. We are very, very close to potentially making uh, the New York Times bestseller list. Now, I don't know the exact numbers that leads to it, but based on sales numbers so far, we are on track to uh, have a real shot at making this a New York Times bestseller. And so I need to make a selfish ask here. If, if you were ever, ever planning on buying the Tiny Leaps book at all, at any point in the future, if it was in the back of your mind, hey, you know what, I'm going to do that next week, I'm going to do it next month, whatever it is, please consider getting it now. Consider getting it this week. I'm recording this on Thursday, the 17th of January. Uh, Consider getting it either today or tomorrow on the 18th of January, because here's how these lists work. It's all about a concentration of sales in a particular week. And the first week of a book is the most important because all of your pre-sales, all of the pre-orders that you guys have done counts towards first week sales. So likely the first week is going to be the largest single sales week numbers that this book ever receives. And as a result of that, the first week is the biggest opportunity to make those lists, to get it in front of people who truly need it. So Because we are so close, if you were considering buying it, if it's something that's in the back of your mind, please, please get out to your local store, order it on Amazon, order it on Barnes & Noble, go online, find it wherever you need to find it, and consider ordering it today, the 17th, or on the 18th tomorrow so that we can concentrate those sales to this first week and give ourselves a real opportunity to make it on this list. Thank you so much for your support so far, and I hope that we can make this happen. In this episode, I sit down with Jamie Slutsky from the Tech of Business podcast to talk about all the incredible software out there to help entrepreneurs make their life easier, to help regular people make their life easier, and kind of the role that systems and and process plays in, in making that happen. So get excited because this is Tiny Leaps. Big change. Welcome to another episode of Tiny Leaps. Big Changes, where I share simple strategies you can use to get more out of your life. My name is Greg Clunas, and today's episode is focused a little bit more entrepreneurial than usual. So we are speaking with Jamie Slutsky. Jamie is the host of the Tech of Business podcast, and her big thing, the thing she is best at in the world, is helping entrepreneurs like me, like many of you, Find the software, the tools, the tech, the processes that make our lives and our business much more enjoyable. And uh, Jamie is someone that I've had in my network for, I guess, about a year now, maybe a little bit more. And uh, since connecting with her originally, which I can't even remember how that happened, but since whenever it happened, uh, seeing her posts, seeing her content and listening to her show has been 
eye-opening in many ways for my own business as I tried to sort of navigate the process of being a creative who now needs to think systems driven. And and so I'm going to turn the mic over to her because I want to hear from her and I want her to share her expertise with you. Uh, But with that said, Jamie, how are you doing today? I'm doing great. Thank you so much for having me, Greg. Absolutely. Absolutely. It's an honor to have you here. Uh, So let's start with what I think might be the most interesting question here. Um, It's difficult. And and I can speak for this. I can speak to this myself. It's difficult when you are, especially early stages in a business, maybe it's doing well, you're full time on it, but you still haven't scaled super big yet. Uh, It's difficult to find the software, find the tools, find the the, the processes that allow you to actually build that business. Um, and, and I'm just curious how you got into that field, how you, you discovered that this was something you were good at. <laughs> That's such a good question because I kind of landed in this space. I decided that I wanted to leave my corporate job in order to raise my young kids who are not so young anymore, but you know, that was a number of years ago. And I said, oh, well, I'm just going to lean into what I know best, which is technology and systems and computers. And I started building websites. And from building websites, I realized that having a website isn't enough. You need to have a strategy. You need to have the right building blocks in place. And so I've ebbed and flowed into this position where I can be a technology strategist and be able to truly help others pick the right software for them and the right tools and make them all work together. It was not just an overnight wake up and know exactly what I'm doing. I really took this entrepreneurial journey from hey, I know computers, I know technology, I like user experience and starting to build websites all the way through to where I am now and really feel like I have a handle on the technology that business owners and entrepreneurs need um, and what they don't need as well. Because there's oftentimes we overcomplicate things and you know your tech stack is only as effective as it's effective. It's not just a matter of throwing as many tools into the equation as possible. It's a matter of making sure you're using the right tools for the right purposes. So got I got it, kind of got passionate it. about that. No, and that, that makes a ton of sense. And I can definitely speak to that uh, making it complicated piece of things because I, <laughs> I have uh, mucked some things up so incredibly well over the last couple of years. Um, but so... What would you say if you if you had to describe the problem that you solve for your clients? Uh, what would you say that is like? What is the the actual problem here? The actual problem that I solve is reducing the overwhelm of decision making and making it so that my clients don't have to pick what software they're using and how it's going to work and all of that. So they can spend more time working in their zone of genius, working with their clients, producing the content that they want to create without having to work inside that black box that is the technology of distribution and put making things all work together. Got it. Got it. And so you focus... Uh, Primarily, I know you you help people with sort of identifying the overall tech stack, um, but is there any particular area of their business that you focus more on or uh, is it just 
every single piece of tech you're using? Now it's really the online pieces of technology that they're using. So what are they using for their main website? How are they um, communicating with email or with chatbots or things like that? Um, are they running courses or membership sites? Do they, uh, and how did these things all link together? That's, and then, and also payments because it's really important to make sure right. that if someone buys something that you don't put them or you don't keep them on the prospect list, you move them over to the, Hey, you're a client now and I'm going to treat you with, you know, white gloves because I care about you. And so it's all of that. I really like working in, in the online space where I can help all the systems work together. Um, it's not like I'm going to tell you what mouse to buy or what printer to right, buy or right. what microphone to buy that there's other people for that. I want to make sure that whatever experience you're creating online is good for you as the business owner, as well as the, uh, um, your audience and the person who is actually absorbing that content. Got it. So I want to get very uber practical here. Uh, I know that a lot of the people listening to this show, they are super early stages on either building an online business or build, trying to build their personal brand, creating mm -hmm. content, those sorts of things. Um, what if is there sort of a list of the the three things that they like the three pieces of software the three areas they should be considering uh, when they're stepping into this from the very beginning? Oh yes, absolutely. From the very and by beginning. the way, it can be more than three. I <laughs> well, I, I I think three is a good number because you know I don't think that you should buy into a piece of software or uh, try and adopt too many pieces of software at once. So I think it, right. it, it definitely needs to start somewhere, whether you're starting with your Facebook page or a Facebook group or a Slack channel or whatever it is that you start with, you start there. And the mm -hmm. most important asset that you can have is a way to directly communicate with your audience. So you could be setting up either chatbots or email marketing. I think that's probably the first place. I would say email marketing 90% of the time is probably the direction you're going to want to go because chatbots are a little bit more complicated. They're very effective, but I think they're a little bit more complicated to set up. So I definitely and think so that... just real quick to... And, and I, I apologize for cutting you off. Just to make sure we're, we're sort of illuminating anyone listening who's like bare bones. Uh, so what role is sort of email marketing going to be playing in their larger thing? Oh, totally, totally. Email marketing is going to allow you to communicate to someone in a, um, in a personal space. I mean, when someone opens their inbox, they are opening it to hear from their family. They're opening it to find out what sales are going on at the local stores. They're opening it to be inspired by people that they have said, Hey, I'm interested. And so you are becoming one of those people. Hey, I'm interested in this, what this person is doing. So you use it for education. Right. That's what I find is if you educate people via email, they're more likely to trust that you are going to have their back when they're ready to buy. So, um, yeah. And I reason why I really like email as a starting point, and this is coming from someone who spent a lot of time building websites and making sure that the user experience is really good there is because you have that personal touch with them. You can actually reach them in their inbox as of, and it's a, it's a push. So mm -hmm. think of it as you're sending it out rather than a, 
um, a pull or any other kind of mechanism where it's a little bit more passive, where you're kind of just putting out stuff to the ether and hoping that they land on it. So the email marketing is really the push side of things. Got it. Got it. Got it. And and so there's, and I want to jump back into the the original list, but there are obviously a lot of different options for email. Do you have any recommendations around that? I do. My top pick is active campaign for email marketing. And the reason why is because it allows you to grow so much without having to get into a hugely expensive product. But you can start, you can start it really simple and then you can expand from there. The automations inside there, which is chapter four, probably in your business journey, um, <laughs> are really, really um, top notch. And after Active Campaign, my next um, suggestion is Convert Kit because, again, it's very easy to get started and it uh, will allow you to grow pretty significantly when you're ready. Got it. Got it. And just to uh, to clarify for anyone listening, uh, what she's speaking about active campaign, this is different from your like personal email that might be on a Gmail or something like that. This is a, uh, how would you describe it? Okay. So these are what are called email marketing systems, EMS. And what they are is where you can go in and create an email that goes out to everyone and it gets sent automatically. You can push a button and say send now, but you can schedule it for tomorrow. You can schedule it for next week. You can schedule it to go out on the second Tuesday of the third month of, you know, of (laughs) whatever you want. You can set up any kind of rules on that. And the difference between what's in your Gmail, that's your personal, that's a one-to-one direct communication. Whereas this is more of a push on a broad based scale. So anybody who's raised their hand and said, Hey, I'm interested. This is where you're going to communicate with them. And one key with your email marketing is that using a free email address, like a Gmail account, isn't going to work. So you will need to have an email address that's associated with your business. So my email that I send things out as jamie at techofbusiness.com. That's where my emails from Active Campaign actually get sent out from. And it's just, it's a one-time setup and things like that. So you can kind of set it and forget it. You can still check all those emails in Gmail and not change that flow. But it's just a note to mention that you do need to have a an email on your domain. Love that. Love that. Um, all right. So jumping back into the the original list, what would you say are sort of the other two? So we've got email marketing. You need somewhere for people to get to know you. Um, so again, that could be your Facebook page. It could be a website. It could be... Um, those are probably the two big ones. So either, I mean, you can build a website for not that much money um, on your own domain So not something on WordPress.com or .wix.com or .squarespace.com. You don't want to have those pieces of information in there. You want to just have it as straight at your domain so that it's searchable. That's just, but Mm -hmm. you can still use those services. You just have to do the add-on of making it a personal custom domain. Okay, got it. Is there any um, recommendation around like like strengths and weaknesses of a Facebook page versus website? Um, 
I, I mean, in the business that I'm in, where most people are wanting to do sales pages and other things like that, then they're generally going to go with a website. But there's nothing to say that you can't start your business and start attracting an audience on a Facebook page. So I would say that you don't need it, uh, need a website, but you do need a website in the near term. So if you want to start your Facebook page first, start your Facebook page first, because the third element that I was going to mention is some kind of social media. (laughs) So that could be biting off two, 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 you know, two pieces of the pie at the same time. Um, because I think having some level of social media so that people can see your style and find you and interact with you, that would be that third piece. Um, And when I say that, again, that's going to be your Facebook page, your Facebook group, your Instagram profile could be a YouTube channel. It could be, you know, Twitter, if you're interested in that and your audience is there, it could be any number of things. But I think that it's really your email marketing somewhere where people can get to know you and somewhere that they can engage with you, which is the uh, social media. Could listening make you a better parent, a better leader, even a better person? Could listening to motivating fitness programs get you fit? Could listening inspire you to start something new? Well, duh, you already know that. That's why you are listening to this podcast, right? But what if I told you that you could go deeper, that just through the act of listening, you can learn something that fundamentally shifts the direction your life is going. Well, you can, and Audible is the best way to make it happen. Audible has the largest selection of audiobooks on the planet, and now, with Audible Originals, the selection has gotten even more custom with content made for members. In fact, and this is just a pro tip, but the Tiny Leaps Big Changes book is available on Audible. Narrated by yours truly, of course. So if you are thinking of picking it up, Audible is a great way to make it happen. Audible members can choose three titles every month, one audiobook and two Audible originals. You can't hear these originals anywhere else. So it truly is a unique experience. And Audible members also get access to exclusive audio fitness programs to start the new year off on the right foot. So really, what are you waiting for? Head over to audible.com slash tiny leaps or text tiny leaps to 500-500 right now for a free 30-day trial of Audible. That's audible.com slash tiny leaps or text tiny leaps to 500-500. Audible, A-U-D-I-B-L-E dot com slash tiny leaps absolutely love that that is that is such a concise uh way to sort of break it all down um and for those of you listening what i'd love for you to to take away from this is is yes all of this might seem overwhelming or or stressful or well how how am i going to figure out what to do here and this and that and how do i build a website yada 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 um but and jamie correct me if i'm wrong but it, it seems like the the key takeaway really is just kind of go for it and (laughs) uh, like things like active campaign can be learned on YouTube. Things like starting a Facebook page like can be learned on YouTube or Google or or wherever it is. And if you have these like three things that you just need to learn these three and that's it, 
then then that's much easier to start, right? Absolutely. I think that that's that's the thing is is to get started. And if you're getting started and you want to just go go easy, just start with your Facebook page and active campaign. When you set up inside active campaign, I actually just did this with a a client of mine. We did it for her audience. And there's actually a way inside active campaign when you create your list for you to create a tab on your Facebook page. So that means Um. that active campaigns walking you through helping you on your Facebook page. So there's, that's two pieces right there that kind of come together. And it's, I think you're right, Greg. I think uh, YouTube and Google are great friends. And then also just following one person or just a few people and trusting their advice and following their advice. I would hate to hear that people are following 10 gurus and I use the gurus in quotation marks. But if you're following a lot of people's methodologies, you're going to get stuck in the weeds. Just follow one person, follow two people if it makes sense to do that. And trust that they have come before you. They're a couple steps ahead of you on the journey and they've got your best interest at heart. But if you try and put too many experts into that camp, you're just going to muddy the waters and it's just not going to be as easy for you. A hundred percent. And so speaking on this topic of, um, you said that you, you originally walked away from your job and you decided that you would pursue sort of web design and, and uh, UX branding type work. Uh, I'd love to hear when you first started, like what was your approach to landing those first five clients? That's such a good question. So I got into WordPress after having gone to a local chamber of commerce meeting met a mother-daughter duo who owned a website hosting company. And with them, they said, hey, play around with it. Let us know when you're ready for a client. We always have people that are in over their heads. And so my first uh-huh. my first few clients came from that really small hosting company where their hosting clients had basically come to the point of saying, okay, that's as much as I can do. From there, what I found was I found the software that I wanted to use, the tools that I wanted to use, and I got active in the forums related to them or into the Facebook groups. I mean, nowadays, it would be Facebook groups more than forums related to those pieces of software. And that's where I just answered questions. I would go in and say, you know, I see that there were some questions out there. I still do this actually. And I answer them and I give a hundred percent of that answer away for free inside that Facebook group or on that forum. And that allows people to see that I know what I'm talking about. And so then I'll get someone who says, Hey, Jamie, can I send you a message? I'm interested in maybe exploring this further or hiring you or things like that. Got it. So in the beginning, it sounds like maybe some kind of like a partnership uh, could be a, a good thing to, to explore for, for anyone listening. And then after that, it's really just getting into the community and showing that you know what you're talking about, right? Totally, totally. That's, that's huge. And there's, so, there's something so uh, controllable about that. You know, I, I find that for me when I first started and, and really was trying to crack this code of landing clients... Uh, everything just seemed so 
out of my control. Like, well, I'm going to post to Facebook a few times and hopefully some people will find me or I'm going to, uh, you know, search through Craigslist and, and look for people or whatever it is. Uh, but there's something so like hands-on and, and controllable about getting into the community and actively sharing value and actively showing them that, hey, I'm good at this. If you need help with it, I can do it. Yeah. And I think insight too, even if you don't have the answer, just providing your own thoughts. You know, I had someone just the other day in one of the groups that I'm in post three pictures that she wanted to use as possible pictures for a magazine uh, advertisement that she was doing. I know nothing about magazine ad- advertisement, but I answered on that post, which picture drew me in first. So that was just mm-hmm. one instance where it wasn't even me showing my expertise, but it was showing that I'm interested. And then maybe that person or maybe someone else who's on that thread, they're going to click on your picture and say, oh, well, Jamie knows a lot about tech. Maybe I can ask her this question. So even if you're answering something that's not directly showing your expertise, but showing that you care and you give value, that's helpful. Got it. That makes perfect sense. Um, and it's part of the reason I wanted to take the conversation in that way is uh, you're obviously an expert on the tech side. And, and that is such a hang up for a lot of, of new people is figuring out the tech, figuring out, well, what website platform do I use? So I use Squarespace, WordPress, Wix, or whatever it is. Um, but then the other side of that, that I think gets people stuck is this sort of, well, how do I get somebody to pay me ap- approach to things? Uh, mm-hmm. From your experience and having now worked with however many clients, having now built your own business, built a business prior, um, is there anything else that that might be holding people back? Is there anything else going on that uh, is stopping them from actually taking that leap now that we've both solved the tech side and the client acquisition side? Yeah, you know, I think the biggest thing is own your strengths. And, you know, mm-hmm. we all have our own unique journey that took us to this point. And we have these experiences that have shaped us and molded us. And they're something that no one else can contribute and no one else can say. And so being a little bit vulnerable, but be, but owning your space and owning the fact that this is something that you're worthy of. You deserve all the success that you seek and just feeling like you are in a place of self, um, not self, I, I'm trying to think of the right word, but you're in a place where you can really showcase the best of yourself. And yes, you've got your tech taken care of. Yes, you know where your next few clients are going to come from. But standing up and waking up every day and saying, I've got this. There is so much to do with mindset. And I am not a mindset gal whatsoever, but I know how important mindset is. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, I, I can't tell you how many times I've wanted to not try something and and just sort of had to like step aside and look at myself and have that conversation of you can do this and and that pushed me to try it and it worked out extremely well or it didn't and that's that's fine as well. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. 
That's that's amazing. Uh, so Jamie, you've you've shared so much value here. You've gotten super super practical with us. You've given us a roadmap to to take that brand idea, take that business idea, take that thing we want to do online and and actually execute on it. Uh, I, I want to dive back into that practicality. We've talked a little bit about the three things that you definitely need. What would be your first step? Hmm. The first step. I mean, I, the thing you do today, the thing you do today, post something on social media somewhere saying my door is open. <laughs> Just Absolutely love go it. for it. Walk through that door. Get more practical than that. Yes. Like literally, you're already on social media. You're already spending your time on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, wherever. Just post a thing saying, hey, this is what I do. This is what I can do. This is what I want to do. My doors are open if you need help. Yes. Hang the shingle. Absolutely. Love <laughs> that. Uh, Jamie, thank you so much for, for your time and your expertise here. Uh, where can we connect with you? Where can we learn more about what you do if, if we think it's something that you can help us with? What, what, where, how do we go further? Yeah. Uh, well, everything is pretty well at techofbusiness.com. So that's where you can listen to episodes of my podcast. You can book a tech strategy session with me. You can learn more about what I have and what I have, what I offer. Tech of Business com is probably the easiest. My Facebook page is Your Biz Tech, but you can still just search for Tech of Business. And that's what I'm on social media with. But uh, Your Biz Tech, there's a funny story behind that. And um, you can definitely watch the or find out about that if you're interested. <laughs> <laughs> Perfect. So guys, it's the easiest, easiest yes for you to say right now. If this is interesting to you, if you think, wow, this Jamie chick, she is a badass. I know she can help me. Here's the easiest thing to do. You're already listening to a podcast. Pull up your app, enter into the search box, tech of business. And that's her. She's right there. All the resources available to you. You can listen to how, how many episodes do you have now? Um, as of this recording, I have released episode 31. 31 episodes of straight fire for you to consume. So tech of business, do a search wherever you're listening to this. Give it a listen. Click subscribe on it and then reach out to her at techofbusiness.com to let her know how much you loved it. Jamie, thank you so much for everything you've shared here. It, it really is going to help so many people. And I'm really excited to drop this episode. Thank you so much for having me, Greg. And for those of you listening, thank you for spending your time with us. Thank you for choosing yourself for, for choosing this episode. Because if you clicked on this, it's because you care about launching your thing. You care about getting started. You care about trying to get over that state of overwhelm and just going for it. Hanging the shingles, as Jamie said. So thank you for being who you are. I've been Greg Clunas. Be sure to click subscribe if you haven't already. And remember that all big changes come from the tiny leaps you take every day. Every day. Every day.